welcome to A Pod of Tea Podcast, your go-to place for tea and chats. I'm your host Emma and I am joined by Jack. Hello. How are you doing? Hi. Lovely. We are going to talk about tea. Really? <laughs> Goodness me. We're going to talk about tea and we're going to talk about something very specific to do with tea. Oh, I've got a croak now. <laughs> <laughs> Listeners, you do not know how many times we have started this podcast this morning. <laughs> um... Have a sip of tea. I'll have a sip of tea. I don't see any. See any I'm going to just jump the gun and have a sip of tea. There we go. The first sip of this. <coughs> it's really good. So, and I know it's good because I've tried it before. Um, okay, clear the throat. I can't start it again because we've done it. Yeah, let's keep going. We've done it too many times. So we're just going to keep going. It's behind the scenes. It's behind, yeah, welcome to behind the scenes of Pod of Tea. Pure chaos. Tea and chaos. Um, we're going to talk about flavourings. Still can't say it. Flavourings. Couldn't say it in the last take. Can't say it in this take. Flavourings. Flavourings. We're going to talk about flavourings. And that is because I have noticed in tea ingredients, when I have a little look at the back, quite often it will say flavourings. Mm-hmm. And I just had a little thought the other week and I was like, what are these flavourings? Like what, what constitutes a flavoring Mm -hmm. why doesn't it have to say what the flavoring is do you Mm -hmm. have to just guess what the flavoring is um so jack if you pick up the box over there the mystery box this is the tea we're having today this is a tea sent to me by my very dear friend charlotte thank you so much she sent me a beautiful selection pack you might have seen on instagram if you follow me on there i did a little video of it um because it's really pretty packaging and the tea is delicious and this is the peach ginger peach green uh, ginger peach tea it's a black tea and it's really nice i've had it a couple of times already i haven't had this one yet but i was the most excited about this one ginger peach it's the one actually charlotte told me this is the reason she bought the selection pack was because of this tea so could you read out the ingredients jack yes uh, i'll do my best uh jude law impression (laughs) ingredients blend of black teas ginger one percent Flavorings. That's it. <laughs> oh, there you go. <laughs> That's literally it. Blend of black tea, ginger, and flavorings. Wow. That's it. So there's not. It is not a loose leaf tea. This is a, a, a tea bag tea. And so the peach, presumably here, the peach is just flavoring of peach, mm-hmm. and ginger being one percent. We'd we'd take a wild guess there might be some ginger flavoring going on here too <laughs> or actual ginger and one percent of genuine ginger genuine ginger. Gen- got some genuine ginger going on here um so i looked at what flavorings were and i went down the internet rabbit hole a little bit do you know what flavorings are jack am i preaching to the flavoring choir i'm gonna take a guess because i actually don't think i know exactly what flavorings are okay but here's my guess and let's see if I, how close i get Flavorings are an artificial substitute that are made to add a particular zing of flavor. I don't know. It just ups the flavoring. It's not a specific. It's not an actual specific flavor because it's not like strawberry flavoring. It's just Mm. flavorings. But I, I want to lean on that artificial. Okay. Yes and no. So it, they are specific. Mm-hmm. So you would get a strawberry flavoring. Yeah. You would get vanilla flavoring, mm-hmm. peach flavoring. Some elements of it can be artificial. Some of it will be derived from the original thing itself. It's basically a chemical compound mm. that completely enhances or gives the flavor of something. So yeah. 
there are companies that specialize in flavorings and the ingredients in a flavoring could be in the hundreds of stuff so is that why they just don't they just write flavoring i think so yeah and i guess because it's a chemical compound they don't have to specifically say what's in it i find this strange like in a world where everyone's very um aware of allergens and they're very conscious about what they're eating and stuff that you can write flavorings and even though i guess the flavorings itself like it's so small that they don't even have to write a percentage of how much of it is flavorings i just find it strange that they don't have to list what are in them well you know in the future they're going to pinpoint the exact moment in time frustrated corporations who have to now go through the rigmarole (laughs) of adding every single hundreds of thousands of chemicals that are in flavorings in this new world order of we have to know every single thing that goes to our food so they're going to go when did this phase come about and they're going to pinpoint to this exact (laughs) podcast yes they will (laughs) it's my fault and we will be shamed (laughs) named and shamed i mean if they were to list the flavorings on here it would probably wrap around this entire beautiful box yeah it is uh it is strange i guess maybe they can get away with just writing flavorings because there's nothing harmful in it yeah well they can't yeah it can't be anything harmful there is now it's not i didn't really want to talk about it in too much detail because it's a bit um grim but there is a bit of a scandal about vanilla flavoring that went around on the internet which apparently Mm. is unfounded but based in original truth so Mm. um vanilla the vanilla flavoring could (laughs) be taken to create the vanilla flavoring, one of the ingredients could be taken from something from a beaver's um, a beaver's bottom. <laughs> right. So that's okay. not what I was expecting a, you to say. A gland. Um, right. So, which I saw. There's a baker I follow on Instagram who someone was saying, "Oh, what you know, what vanilla do you put in there?" And they said, "I've got vanilla flavoring. Is that okay to add to my cookies?" And he was like, "No." And he mentioned that. And I thought he was just joking, like, you know, likening mm. the ingredients to, to something like that. But no, apparently, way back in the day, that was something that could be used as a flavouring. However, I then read it through this article, there were like flavouring companies saying, rest assured, we do not use that, otherwise vanilla flavouring would cost the heaven and earth, because do you know how expensive it would be to find that many beavers? <laughs> oh. <laughs> but it's gross, and I was like... <gasps> Oh, God, so that then put me off it a little bit. But then I looked more into it and then to reach... So if you have been on the internet and you've seen that very... um, I hope you've got a strong constitution today when you're listening to this podcast. (laughs) But if you saw that little bit of information and you were worried about flavourings in your tea and stuff, um, apparently most of the time it's actually just taken from the the thing itself. So vanilla would have been took from vanilla pods and peach would be taken from peach. But then they use other things, Mm -hmm. other chemicals and stuff to enhance that and just i guess make it into like super flavor i just want the audience to know two things right oh now. god one you now know why this podcast is called beaver gland flavorings <laughs> <No>. <laughs> why the title of this episode is that and two um you've been sat on this information i want everyone to know that <laughs> I've, you've been sat on this information for god knows how long and you've not had the iota or the i guess you must have been itching to tell yeah. me so you've been waiting to tell me this, <laughs> this podcast. So i just want the audience to know that emma has not spilled any of the beans you're getting my literal reaction to this beaver gland vanilla 
That's gross. It's gross, isn't it? Who found that? That's what I want to know. Like, oh, how did they discover that? No, 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 no. See, I don't no. want to go into too much of the gory details, but how did they find that? Like, who was the pioneer? I think that about a lot of things. I think who dug up a potato and went, hmm. <laughs> I do. I often well, think that's a that. Bit, that's a little bit more um, understandable. I know, but they don't look appealing. Like, the potatoes probably create some of the most delicious. It creates chips. It's a joy. But... Well, you'd pull it out of the ground and eat it raw. That's what they probably did. Yeah, it doesn't taste nicer. Have you ever had raw potato? No, but I meant like someone would have bitten into it and, gone mm. over it and then they would have maybe tried to boil it over. Or Bash they, it, no, stick it in a stew. over a fire to begin with. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Bake, bake that potato. Yeah. yeah, I know. But yeah, the beaver, the beaver's one step further. Isn't it pen- I just want to take the tea it? bag out of here, actually, before mm. it overbrews. Isn't it penicillin that was discovered through... Uh, Mouldy bread. Mouldy bread, yeah. That, that old chestnut. That's when we all learn it. I don't know if anyone in another country learns that at school. But By the way, Emma's moved away from the mic, so she sounds like she's, she's <laughs> moving the tea bag. I'm going to have a sip of this, actually. Oh, see, now I regret... Sorry, I'm coming back to the mic now. I regret giving out my shell shock of a fact before <laughs> we drink, because now... <laughs> Has it got vanilla flavor? It doesn't have vanilla in it. It has peach. Oh, God, this is nice. Isn't it? Guys... It's a really nice tea. Oh. I keep raving about this tea to anyone who'll listen mm. to me because... Can I have milk? I wouldn't put milk no. in this, personally. You can try it. I was about to say, like. I wouldn't have milk in it, but... Mm. 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 <laughs> um, mm. Cool. Just ginger and peach is no, a made such a wonderful. Mug. Yeah, these are. I've got the huge like mugs as big as your face mugs out for this one. I kind of want to look up what is in peach flavorings oh god <laughs> shall i find out we might have to camel spit no <laughs> peach again i need to put a con- strong constitution warning on this episode if anyone would like to know why i mentioned jude law's name earlier on in the podcast that is because someone lovingly messaged us and said that my voice sounded like jude law Personally, I don't hear it myself, but thank you very much. I'll take it as a lovely compliment uh, because I'm a great admirer of Jude Law's work, especially the film Gattaca, <laughs> which is about genetic, <laughs> genetically engineered humans in the future. Highly recommend it. On that side note, back to Emma. Have you found out anything? <laughs> so I found a natural peach flavour. So this is from Foodie Flavours. So flavour features, suitable for vegetarians and vegans, gluten-free, egg-free, dairy-free, no added sugar made in the UK. Flavourings free. No? Suitable for celiac over lacto-vegetarians, vegans, halal and kosher. But I can't see... Oh, see, okay, ingredients. Natural flavouring substance, even in the bottle of flavouring that you will buy for your baking and things, in the ingredients it merely says natural (laughs) flavouring substances. So it's got flavourings within and the flavourings. And propylene glycol, which I presume is the carrying agent for the for the flavourings. Water in you! What? Oh, here we go. This is where we... Full technical information for our flavours. That's what I want. This is where me and Emma are going to maybe run to the toilet to evacuate what we've just drunk because we find some hideous fact about this ginger peach tea. By the way, I may have to duck out. You're going to... Oh, she's staring. Yeah, some some little madam has decided to wake up. So I just can't see on here. There are first aid measures, firefighting measures. Where are you, where are you getting this information? From the f- um, fact sheet for this flavouring. 
It's got appearances. Yeah, but where's the fact sheet? It's on their website. This isn't for this tea specifically. I've just randomly clicked on uh. on a flavouring thing. So maybe maybe it's like the elixir of life and people who make flavourings are like, we cannot share the information on how to make these because if we do... They're going to know it was beavers. <laughs> They're going to know it was beavers. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so confused. Peach flavouring for tea. Here we go. What are we going to learn? <laughs> I can't... I can't see anything. Maybe it's just that simple. explains just, it. Just, just, just. Maybe this. Maybe this is a lesson in accepting the unknown. <laughs> My childhood brain goes. I just accept that they squeeze the peach <laughs> into, <laughs> into, into, yeah. into a load of the tea bags. Let them, let them rest. Mm. Let them dry, and then they send them off, and that's how you get your flavorings. I might have to duck out. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, good talk to you, everyone. Unless I bring her in. <laughs> bring her in for a bit. Um, <clears throat> yes, Daphne's just woken up from her nap. Uh, yeah, following on from the episode of two weeks ago, I can confirm the babe still does not sleep. <laughs> but we're getting there. We'll get, we will get there. But yes, peach flavoured tea. So this tea is actually reminding me of when me and Jack went to Japan. Um, we stayed in a hotel and they had loads of black teas that had different flavorings, flavors, sorry. I'm trying to think, like they had like a mango one. Hello, Daphne. Oh, you can't see on the podcast, but she is smiling to be awake. Can you see mummy? Hello. Your first time on the podcast? What do you have, to, no, second time. Second time, mm. you lucky girl. Do you have anything to say? You're competing for my co-host position. I think so. I might have to pause a minute, listeners. So I was just saying, when we went to Japan and we stayed at the hotel in Osaka, there were black teas in the hotel room that had lots of different flavours. Mm-hmm. So there was, I, there definitely was like a mango one. Do you remember these? There was like yeah, a berry yeah. black tea. Um, so this black tea, normally of a black tea, I would consider milk, like you were saying earlier, should I put milk in it? Mm-hmm. But with this, because the flavours are fruity, that seems a bit strange and to sometimes me. Sometimes black tea leaves like a fuzzy feeling on my tongue. Yeah. And then you, that's when you want to have milk, really. Yes, Not definitely. all of them, but this one doesn't. No, this one doesn't at all. So this one is particularly nice. So I'll to explain exactly what the tea is. So this is the Royal Horticultural Society tea selection pack. So I'm guessing this is maybe a charitable selection pack. Is it a hexagon shape it came it, in? Yes, yeah, there were six teas, yeah. It was a hexagon. Um, produced in India. Inspiring everyone to grow. <laughs> so it's trying to inspire everyone to do plants. And I don't know what plant this is. I'm get is that maybe the peach plant? Perhaps on the front here? It's very pretty. It's like this lovely pink yeah, flower. I don't, I don't know. I don't, I'm not a biologist. I do herbal. like... Botanist. botanist botanist I do like a floral a floral design uh, every time I hear if, if someone says botanist I just think of the Martian where he's like I'm the botanist <laughs> <laughs> he's like boom mic drop not surprising for people who know me I think of Jurassic Park oh yeah Ellie's a paleobotanist <laughs> oh well there we go yeah botany everywhere so yeah those are and I had over Christmas um, your dad got some teas which are also I think similarly black teas with different flavors Mm -hmm. and i had the christmas one which was like a spiced apple this is when i first started to notice flavorings in a really you started to question the matrix to question the the tea (laughs) matrix and that 
again, just say what what's strange is that it doesn't say peach flavoring on the back. It just, just says flavoring. That's what I'm curious about. So I'm assuming it's peach, but maybe to give the flavor of peach, it's not. Real it's actually peach. something else. Yeah, artificial. Or it could like be powder, I don't know, like a, a a kumquat <laughs> or a kiwi. But for some reason, when combined with the other things, it tastes like peach. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. It's like if you have a strawberry sweet. Mm. Doesn't taste like strawberries. Not really, no. Does it? No. no. Like I love co- strawberries. The cola bottles do taste like cola, though. Cola, yeah. But what does cola taste like? But it tastes it, well, like cola, it tastes like, like the cheap, like I say, cheap, but like the cheaper cola, like Coca Cola. Mm. Not to go on too much of a Coke tangent here, but Coca Cola tastes like a unique. Tastes a little bit different to Pepsi, but then you get that cheaper Coke and like the bottom mm. aisle of the supermarket. Like and that thirty pence like, bottle of Coke. Yeah, and that tastes like the cola bottles. That does taste like the like, cola bottles. It tastes bottles. like those cola lollies you'd get when you're a mm. kid and stuff. Did you ever try and make Coca-Cola ice lollies in the freezer? Yes. It Did it explode everywhere? Fail miserable. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think every child in the world has tried to do that, or like ice cubes, and then they all when you try and put a can of Coke in the freezer to get it to cool down quicker, yeah, and then it explodes. And that didn't go well. It when does I was not a teenager. go down well. I left it. Well, I, went, I knew it would explode because I did it with a Coke can, but because I always thought you'd just get like cut the can off and you'd get like a perfect cylinder of Coke. Oh, but no, no, no. it expands horrifically. When I was a teenager, I was like, oh, I'll chill it in the freezer, and then I forgot it was in there. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Yeah, horrible beer everywhere. No. But the, I think the lesson to learn here about the flavourings is just don't question the Yeah, flavoring. just don't question it. I'm trying to think, what's the tea with blue in the name? Blue? Yeah, in the name. Hello, Dad. Yeah, that's not an answer. I don't know. Oh, because I was trying to make a Matrix joke about, do you want the red bush or the, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or the blueberry tea? Oh, but there <laughs> or the you blueberry flavourings. Yeah. Yeah. Red bush. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. I'm going to take this one away. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get her dressed. So if you do hear some distant yelling and laughing and crying, she does not like sleeves. (laughs) She does not like sleeves when we get her dressed. So I will bow out. I may be back for the ending if we're quick enough. But I'll take my peach tea and I'll be gone. See you later. (laughs) Bye. Bye. So I think this works really well. I I do think I've had a a peach and ginger combination before, but in a, a green tea or an iced tea. This would oh that would be a lovely iced tea. If I haven't, I'm sure someone should do a ginger. Ginger and peach is just mm, a really really great combo. I'm trying to think of what other flavoring based teas I've had that have been particular. They're, they're literally everywhere. They're literally so I encourage you now <laughs> to go into your cupboard and have a look at your teas and have a look on the back and see if you've got any flavorings or if any if if anything is like can shed light on this mystery of what what they really are. I know there is a, a selling point that a lot of teas will use now is that they don't use artificial flavorings but even a natural flavoring is going to be chemically enhanced in some way it will just be derived by chemically as well i don't mean you know they're putting acetone (laughs) in your tea i mean as in they're just they're manipulating the taste right so even a natural flavoring won't be if a natural peach flavoring won't be just pieces of peach difficult to say um it will be enhanced in some manner so is that really a selling point if it's natural i i'm not sure i'm going yeah going down 
the full-on rabbit hole now of thinking about this. Um, a lot of other tea companies I see will do a selling point of the fact that they don't use flavourings, that it is all just like natural ingredients. So I guess that's, if you don't want flavourings in your tea, that's what you're looking for. Natural ingredients, not the word flavouring anywhere, shape or form. Unless I'm misunderstanding and flavouring can mean something completely something completely different. It's it's uh, It kind of feels like like cheating into that territory a little bit of um like organic food and not organic food and sort of making your food at home or buying stuff in a jar and things like that and people can get very and rightly so people can get very particular about what they eat now um because you know you're putting it into your body and I think you should have full autonomy (laughs) on what you eat and what you put into your body I'm, you know, I'm reasonably chilled out. I, I'm pescatarian. Have I mentioned that on the podcast before? Um, so the most hated of all the the foodies, <laughs> vegetarians and vegans, look at us and shake their fists, and meat eaters look at us and shake their fists, and no one understands us. Um, but yeah, I'm pescatarian for for my own reasons, and that's just the diet that I enjoy, and that's the one that I am happy with, and I feel content on different levels. So I feel like content. Yeah, on different levels, I'm content in terms of like how I feel, how the food nourishes me. And I'm also, you know, not wholly happy. I think if I was to be wholly happy on a kind of more um, spiritually thinking about things way, I wouldn't really want to eat animal products. But um, I struggled. I tried. I struggled. I failed. So pescatarian is where I'm at. And that's sort of where I've happily landed for many a year now. So that's where I sit. So I think I'm conscious about what I eat in that way and that I wouldn't eat chicken or beef. Um, don't get me wrong, it's very delicious. I just <laughs> I just don't want to eat it though. Um, and that's the other thing. I completely understand why people do eat meat and why you would want to keep on eating meat. It's, it's a very loaded topic that I'm now sort of cheating into with you here. There are a lot of opinions about every lifestyle choice, I feel and fear out there at the moment um and if you put your your flag in the stat in the sand somewhere in the ground somewhere um people will have deep feelings about that and that's okay but um i do, i kind of believe that you should be able to enjoy and eat what is right and healthy for you um you know, I always use my my mother as the example. So my mum doesn't like vegetables. She eats a lot of fruit. She doesn't like vegetables to the point that the day she ate a carrot stick, it became, it was like a sensation. Me and my sisters were like flummoxed. I wanted to stand up in my place of work and be like, my mum just ate a carrot stick at the age of 60. <laughs> And no one would understand the gravity of that situation, but that's what I wanted to do. Um, So I always use her as the the example. If she wasn't to eat meat and things, she would uh, not eat anything. (laughs) She'd eat potatoes. That's probably about it. So, you know, you've got to use your discretion. You've got to to eat what you're happy eating. Um, Yeah, so I digress. So I was going to go back. What The actual point I was trying to make is that I think about what I eat in certain ways, but in other ways, like I'll eat sweets quite happily, and that's got tons of flavour. Who knows what? Who knows what's in a midget gem? Even the vegetarian ones, like you do know what's in there. Corn. I don't really understand what corn is. You know, I eat it, but I don't. If you if you've heard of corn, it's the the meat substitute stuff. 
Linda McCartney veggie burgers. Who, who knows? It says soya on the front, but I'm pretty sure it's not just a soybean. So what I'm trying to say is that I'm not someone who has to exactly know everything that's going into their food. I like to cook from scratch a lot, I, but that's because I enjoy cooking. And I do feel like when I need to get on a bit of a health kick, I tend to try and do that a lot more because then I'm in control of how much sugar because sugar for me is the, oh, it's the double-edged sword. Sugar is delicious. It makes everything tasty. And when, I wonder if sugar is a component of flavorings. It's just so nice, right? But it is the thing for me that makes me particularly unhealthy because my sweet tooth knows no bounds. <laughs> I could eat chocolate till the cows come home. It's delicious. So yeah, what I'm trying to say is I don't always pay the closest attention to what, what is in things. I, I have a lot of trust. I trust that if something is being sold that, you know, in the supermarket, that it should be safe for consumption. But some people wouldn't. And they'd think that I'm crazy for doing that. So, <laughs> but there's, you know, different strokes for different folks all over the shop, isn't there? But it's just, it's a curious, it's a curious thing. It's an interesting thing to look at. So there'll be some, I'm guessing some, some of you out there listening wouldn't drink the tea that I'm drinking now, perhaps, because of the flavouring situation. Maybe you could, no, I'd want a pure tea. There's, I mean, there's so much more. I'm very excited at the moment because I feel like I'm at the precipice of learning an awful lot more about tea. Like, I've been dilly-dallying, I've been, you know, coming in and out of tea because of things going on in, in life and the wider world. And I'm back in it again now, and I feel like I'm slowly, very slowly, accruing a knowledge about this stuff. Um, you know, as I was saying way, way back many episodes ago, one day hopefully to become a tea champion <laughs> is the goal. A tea master, dare I say a tea sommelier if I, if I ever get to that point in my life. Oh, that would be just, that would be brilliant. So as you do that, it's like with, with more knowledge becomes more responsibility, I guess, on what you're drinking. And maybe I'd become aware and be like, no, it needs to, you know, have if I'm going to drink this type of tea, it needs to be this certain type of tea. But there's also just like, the fun things in life tend to be when you throw caution to the wind, <laughs> quite often. So this this tea, I mean, I wouldn't say this is throwing caution to the wind. I'm literally drinking a ginger and peach black tea out of a very large tea mug. <laughs> We're not living too far on the edge at the moment, but um, it's. I'm just enjoying it. Would you drink a tea with flavourings in? I'm a, maybe I'm assuming something. Maybe I'm like assuming that people might be put off by the word flavorings when in fact everyone's like, hey, I have flavorings for breakfast, my friend. Could you let me know if you want to connect um, on Instagram? I'm using Instagram at the moment. I keep plugging it because it's just been, it's been quite fun on there. I've realized there's some lovely people, really, really lovely people on Instagram who enjoy tea and everyone's quite chatty. And I've got to say, it's quite nice of an evening. Like if I've trying to get Daphne down for, for sleep and I've got to stay in the room for a bit and she's asleep, I've got to have a little look on there. Um, and you can just chat to people. Everyone's very nice. So if you're into tea, I'd say have a little, a little, you know, dip your toe into that water and feel free to find me at Pod of Tea um, and shoot me a message if you want to chat about anything. If you want to turn this conversation into a two-way conversation, you want to chat about anything I've said, feel free. It would be great to hear from you. But yes, in other tea news, so I won a competition on Instagram with this lovely, I don't usually do competitions, 
but there was a really lovely one put up by Loose Leaf Lemon. I'm not sure what their handle is. I need to find that out. I, I will do an actual episode on the prize, so I will do the proper plugging for them then. Um, but Lucy Lemon did a competition, and I wasn't expecting to win it. And I think you just get sort of like randomly pulled out by this uh, computer something online, so that it's very very fair. But you just what what drew me to it was she. Uh, I say she. Are you a she, Lucy Lemon? I'm not sure. I'll keep saying they until I find out. <laughs> um, so what you do is, um, what they were asking is for you to tag independent tea businesses so that you know, for no other motive other than that you could look at this post and find some independent sellers, which obviously they are struggling particularly at the moment in the pandemic. And I just thought that was a really, really, really lovely idea. So I thought, well, I'll tag some Norwich businesses that I like and then I won the competition. And Lucy Lemon messaged me, um, not but yesterday, I think, saying that the, all the bits, so some companies had decided to donate some teas to the prize. I feel very, very lucky about this. And that will be coming soon. I'm, yeah, I'm really excited. I was, especially through all the sleep deprivation I've had recently. I'm not gonna lie, there's been an occasion where I felt slightly sorry for myself. So then seeing that, that really cheered me up. So thank you so much. And I'm really looking forward to getting that. So that's the, the big tea news. I've got that coming, um, which I can review when it gets here. Um, and then also a lovely um, person in Idaho, the Rose Tea Room is sending me some huckleberry tea from Idaho, which apparently is the tea of Idaho. So when that gets here as well, thank you so much for that. So when that arrives, I will be reviewing that and letting you know what we think about huckleberry. So Instagram, very nice for meeting people. Thank you very much, guys. <laughs> yeah, so for now, I'm gonna leave you with that that food for thought, that flavoring food for thought. Um, I hope it wasn't too off-putting. <laughs> I try not to to delve into that kind of stuff too much, but um, it's a bit fascinating. It is. It's like it's like poking a bruise sometimes, isn't it? So um, yeah, let me know what you think. I hope you're enjoying your cup of tea. I hope you've had a cup of tea while listening to this. If not, go forth and put that kettle on, my friends. Um, thank you for listening, and we're doing pretty well at the moment. I think it's sticking to the fortnightly releases of episodes. So come back again in two weeks' time on the Sunday and I should have another episode for you guys. But for now, drink up and <laughs> have a good day. Bye guys, thanks for listening. <laughs>